0: Okay, I welcome podcast listeners, more to come listeners. We're back for another episode of Stargazing. Uh, and, uh, uh, and we're back, uh, along with Meg Limpke, the PW's graphic novels review editor. How you doing, Meg?
1: I'm doing well. I'm glad to be back with you. And, and then I- as
0: everyone knows, this is Galvin Reed. I'm the senior news editor published Publishers Weekly. And I'm, uh, editor of, uh, PW Comics World, our online coverage. And, uh, a co-host on more to come so uh what are we going to talk about this uh, uh in this episode of stargazing
1: this is a very special episode of stargazing because publishers weekly just uh, released our summer reads feature which is a list of books that we think folks might want to pick up for this unusual summer um maybe bring to the beach maybe sit out on your fire escape And along with that, we we do staff picks. Everybody on the whole staff gets to pick a favorite title that's appearing in the summer. And so Calvin and I each picked one, and we're going to talk about those books today. And then I'm going to mention the rest of the comics, summer reads, picks, and encourage you all to find the future online and check it out.
0: To check them out, why don't you? Yeah. So, uh, why don't, you want to start big or uh, how you want to do this?
1: Sure. So my staff pick on the summer reads was my begging chart by Kyler Roberts, published by Drawn and Quarterly. Kyler used to be published by Kayama. And so this is her first book with DNQ. Mm. I think we might have talked about Kyler's work on the podcast in the, in the past. She's, she's gotten starred reviews a few times. This was also a starred review actually, as well as separately being picked by me for mm. my <laughs> staff pick. Um, I, I really love Kyler's work. I've loved her work for years. And I think that each of her books follows a similar, not formula, but style there are diary mm-hmm. comics that are short, have a kind of staccato rhythm um, that very much for me is accurate to the experience of being what she writes about, uh, a mother who's trying to do art and live and have an inter- intellectual life alongside the, the daily requirements of parenting. And this this book um, first with the new publisher has a very particular element that I found really moving, uh, which is that it's also a kind of diary of her progression of MS. So she was diagnosed with MS Mm. in a prior work and it's, it's in some ways lightly addressed in an explicit way in the book, but every comic, you know, in a way you see, especially if you've read her prior books, the way it's affecting her day-to-day experience. So a lot of the, vignettes um, and interactions that you might've seen in prior works are now happening with Kyler lying down. For example, there's just mm-hmm. these very subtle ways you see an adjustment of her life to accommodate um, her illness. And I, I wrote in my summer pick right up that it's a kind of quietly radical realization of illness as daily life. So if you mm-hmm. are, if you are someone who is is living, working, parenting with, and ongoing progressive illness. Like this is the there are just adjustments, and then you still do all the things you did before, yeah. but in a different way. Um, she's a really amazing sense of humor. She just cracks me up so much. Um, it's just this sort of ability to see everything. She's a slightly askew gaze, and she just captures just the weird moments. You know, there's a lot of her and her daughter playing dolls together and like the weird stuff her kid says, um, just like there's like a kind of humor and pathos to those those mm-hmm. moments where like you're doing something ridiculous, like she has a completely full plate of Christmas cookies that slide on the floor, and she's just sitting there picking them up one by one to put them in the trash, and her husband has tried to ask her what's going on, and she doesn't want to answer him, then she's finally like just don't send the dog down you know it's just a very <laughs> yes, funny <yeah.
0: laughs> yes
1: moment mm. um i Her work is definitely, and I say this a lot, and I don't know, maybe I seem to get better at it, but it's hard to describe why it's so funny. I think you do really have to read it and you have to click. But for me, she really clicks. And I know I'm not the only one because consistently we've had reviewers, a variety of reviewers, um, you know, if you want a little secret, not everybody's the same reviewer and uh, writers, (laughs) you know, um, respond to her work and kind of bring up the same things again and again that really hit them this ability.
0: Well, I, I couldn't yeah. agree more. Uh I you know I'm a Sorry, fan go too. on, and on. <laughs> That's that's fine. Uh fine. I'll I'll just throw a few comments in cuz I have mm-hmm. not read the new book. This is uh, what is it? My begging chart.
1: My baking chart. Yeah, please. I
0: haven't read the new one yet, but I intend to, but I have read uh I believe Sunburning and Chlorine mm-hmm. Gardens. Um and they all of these both of these books uh um have many of the same attributes you're talking about. Uh, It's interesting you mentioned, like, where does her humor come from? Mm -hmm. Because it's both poignant because it is, you know, it it is kind of a a window into her life. But they're also wacky in in a a completely unique way. I did have a chance once to hear her um, speak uh, kind of about – the book and her diagnosis of her illness and mm-hmm. how they all work together at sbx one year but this book seems to have many of these qualities and it, it she really does get an amazing uh, uh effect from between her drawings which are these really oddly stiff but comic uh you know representational drawings uh and just the um the you know i guess the, you know the the strange wonderfulness of um, family life. Uh, she has a way to uh, to frame it that's both poignant and hilarious. So uh, it, it's a unique quality. So uh, I can't wait to read it myself.
1: She also has bipolar, which she doesn't talk about mm-hmm. as much in this book. Um, and it's, again, over the sequence of her books, she was diagnosed with bipolar first and then also was diagnosed with MS. Wow. So there's an interaction between those two illnesses. And I think that one of the things that Really speaks to me again about the work is how much she represents like emotions breaking through and being with her kids. I think there's a lot of pressure and not to cry in front of your kids to try and like protect them and not um, there's a phrase to parentify them where they need to feel they have to take care of you and in some ways um, and this is absolutely not a judgment on her parenting it's something that I find really liberating about reading her work she represents something that um, is very real which is that she doesn't she hasn't been able to always kind of maintain that boundary so she's there's moments that she's with her kids where she says things that's off or she starts sobbing out of nowhere there's a beautiful scene in this it's just like was also sort of funny where her daughter comes over and starts wiping her tears, like just comes over mm. and she, sa- she kind of says something to crack Kyler up. And you see how that has developed. And just this very light observational style. You know, she hasn't, there's no expository. It's just always in the moment.
0: Yeah. Um, well, like I said, I intend to read the book. Um, she's She certainly seems to be, um, creating a following for her mm-hmm. books out there, and each one seems to get a better review than the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've all gotten good reviews, so, uh, it's on my list.
1: That was my staff pick. What was your staff pick?
0: Well, my staff pick is, uh, by a writer who has gotten some good reviews from PW in the past. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's one of these combination talents. You know, he's an author, he's a novelist, and a really hilarious one. Uh, he's a publisher, publisher of Rosarium Publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so he both, uh, cr- uh, writes books, writes graphic novels, uh, and he publishes it. Uh, so it's Bill Campbell, uh, he's got a new book, uh, new graphic novel coming out, uh, called The Day the Clan Came to Town, mm. uh, with art by Bijan, uh, and, and uh, excuse me Bizan. For, for, I'm probably mangling your name, I apologize in advance. Bison, Cota of uh i i believe and and, and it's it's a an an interesting graphic uh it's a fic, it's a fictionalized version of an absolutely real event that took place uh it, 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 when basically they they in 1923 the clan held a kind of a national regional more of a regional rally in Carnegie, Pennsylvania. And I think it's like a small town um, uh you know outside of Pittsburgh but not, you know, really really within it. Um, it's the hometown of Bill Campbell and it's apparently he heard he didn't even know about it growing up. Uh and he heard about this years later I think from one of his family members and uh basically 30,000 clan members from all across the region converge on this one town uh on one on a day in nineteen twenty three in um, this kind of horrific display of uh, their view of white supremacy and where the country would they wanted to go uh, so it was a kind of a mix of both a a festival <laughs> with that had like you know uh, musical events, and at night they actually marched. The to march through the town, basically, in trying to intimidate uh, mm-hmm. the residents, particularly because at that time Carnegie was a town of, of burgeoning immigrants, um, uh, of of Catholics, and, and a big Jewish population. Um, you know, perfect for you know provoking the Klan. But what what Bill has done at this book. And as macabre as it sound, it's really an incredibly inspirational book because really it's, uh, the clan came to town, Carnegie, uh, to kind of, uh, 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 to have a triumphal march through the city and intimidate the residents. But you know what? The residents had other ideas. Mm. Um, what part of the book is really great is it flat there. It, 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 it opens with a series of flashbacks both to, how the Carnegie, the, the town leadership of Carnegie went, um, to state authorities begging them to send out troops to fight to keep the Klan away from the town. And, uh, it, it's very interested in, interesting in this days of as we see, uh, a more, uh, a visible look at the continuance of white supremacy with insurrectionists, you know, overrunning the Capitol, uh, and, 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 I was finding out that many of these insurrectionists were also police officers or former police officers or military. There's a section in his uh, in the day the Klan came to town where they unmask a bunch of Klans and see that they're local police officers and mm. uh, the mayor kind of runs them out of town. But at the end of the day, the mayor uh, and some of the church leaders get together um, uh, and they call a meeting in the town. Now as I said once before there's also the book also has flashbacks so you you get a history on where many of the immigrants come from and there's flashbacks to um it's particularly to Italians uh them fighting in some of the local wars at the time getting out uh some of them were you know organizers and were being uh, kind of chased by the police and but so they decided to immigrate and start a new life so it gives you a little background on some of the immigrants some of the immigrants were also internal immigrants. They're, um, uh, um, one of the main characters is a guy who, uh, who came from the South. So they're Black immigrants from the South trying to make a better life uh, in a Northern city, uh, as well as, uh, the, the communities that were in place. And um, they basically held a rally and said, you know what? They're coming to intimidate it. We're not going to have it. And this book plays out what happens as these this group of proto-Americans, as I call them, uh take to the streets to fight the Klan, in some cases hand to hand, and mm. eventually drive them out of the city. It's really kind of an, an, an amazing story. Um, you know, uh it, it's tough. There's uh people are hurt, but it's a it's a real triumph in many ways for these early Americans who decided that they were going to stand and fight.
1: Yeah, we talked about this about how the summer reads is really, you know, the idea usually is um these like uh, beachy books, but actually the way we really took it is books that um in the end had an a kind of upbeat message. Like they can be difficult uh, yeah. stories, but you know, your pick is really more about um like a history, but also it has this, you were saying you had a kind of vision of people coming together. You found really inspiring.
0: It, it absolutely is because I mean, uh, um, Bill really, he went back to his hometown, mm-hmm. went to the historical society of Car- Carnegie. So he really put some research into recreating the setting uh, to, you know, the, who the, the, the local politicians who are involved and also creating you know, just a sort of a character profile of all of these immigrants in the town coming together. So we really end up having, uh, you know, uh, a, a really inspirational tale to come out of this dark e- event that, uh, you know, as I said, I think actually ties us, you know, uh, connects with the kind of events we're seeing in our government right. and relevant. around the country today. Mm-hmm. So, um, the day the Klan came to town and, you know, uh, you, the, the subtitle could be, and got their butts kicked. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> And I don't know if you said it's from PM Press.
0: Yes, I should say it is from PM Press, well known lefty uh press that does a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of books. Also, it's another book, one of these books, uh, and one of these companies now where Kickstarter, a Kickstarter round of funding is kind of a key element in their publishing oh, that program. That helps So, this book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's really a delightful book. I should say that Bill uh has is, is this isn't the first great review. Uh, or I'm giving it a great review right now anyway, uh, that he's received a beat up. He also is the author of Bad Mothers, a really hilarious yeah,
1: the reviewer funky, loved that
0: book. <laughs> funky book, uh, about, you know, you know, talk about Afrofuturism, uh, of a, a look at a bunch of space pirates in the future. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bill yeah, knows how to, how to weave serious themes within a really kind of fun and, and, and in this, in this case with the book about the Klan, a, a, kind of a super inspirational story yeah, and about Ariman's becoming american mm-hmm. and Rosarium has been doing some great books as well they published with taylor's books yes first book. and, yes absolutely yes he he's an early <laughs> publisher of john Jennings mm-hmm. and damian duffy uh um uh, uh and stacy robinson the you know the black Kirby group so mm-hmm. uh shout out to bill um uh you know he's 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 doing he's doing good stuff <laughs>
1: And the review for his book is actually still TK. It's going to come soon. Right, so, so we've got Calvin's shout out for it now. And then everyone. Yes. Can, yes, yes. An so we are giving
0: it a pre-review, yeah. but I like it. We'll, so we'll see what happens but anyway. So.
1: so just real quick, I'm going to tell everybody the other books that are oh, on yeah. our it's summer great. reads feature, yeah. but go and look and read the full reviews and read our write-ups. I won't get into those since we don't have that much time, but the other four titles we picked for summer reads, the first one, and I feel really good about the scope of small and large houses we have represented here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's from Silver Sprocket and yes. it's an American Cult, a graphic history of religious cults in America from the colonial era to today, edited by Robin Chapman, the great, who also is an editor at First Second. In fact, and just generally has been like a, you know, real stand up person in the comics community for years. She does the um, yearbook of she used to do at least the yearbook of mm-hmm. minis and small presses.
0: Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. So
1: this has a ton of great artists in it. And um, I'll and let you know. There's
0: mores in it. It's, it's just, book yeah.
1: looks great. Yeah, it's fantastic. It w- What do people love more than reading about cults? I mean, seriously. <laughs> yes, <that's
0: laughs> and this book seems like it covers it from A to Z.
1: Yeah, the title says it <laughs> all.
0: And um, the Nexium, the Manson family, it goes on mm-hmm. and on, huh? Mm-hmm.
1: So the next title we're recommending is Bubble which is based on the the podcast um, with Jordan Morris and Sarah Morgan, and the artist is Tony Cliff. Um, and there's a colorist and a letterer. There's a bunch of other people who are listed as well. Um, and it is based on the Sci-Fi podcast. It's also a critique of the gig economy. It's got, like, a lot going on. There's imp killing and insider jokes, and it's, like, oh, a real, like – uh, wacky personality snarky one-liners, and madcap adventures, as the write-up says. So a great one to pick up. I think it's a real staff favorite too over at, um, for second.
0: Great. And
1: yeah. Then we're recommending another personal favorite, uh, author of mine, Guy Delisle's Factory Summers, which, um, is also from John Quarterly and um, if you followed Dalil in his travelogues, um which he's been to Pyongyang and Jerusalem, this is actually him looking back at growing up in Quebec City and the summers he spent working at a paper mill and it's a really fantastic, um, sort of thoughtful look at Culture Clash and um
0: Well he's a terrific nonfiction author, so yeah, can't wait to read this too.
1: Totally worth it. And then the mm-hmm. last one, just running through these, is one we're definitely gonna have Discussed, I believe, on our next stargazing episode, The Secret to Superhuman Strife yes. <laughs> by Alice and Bechtel, The All Return. Right.
0: In the House. So, we, yes. yes, we're going to so we'll, devote we'll a show. we will talk
1: about that.
0: Yeah, we're going to devote time. a show just to this book for sure. How can we not? because yes, it really, it's been a while since she's had a book. Um, uh, and, and it, I, this book provides great insight into her own development. Yeah, in, so we'll talk about so it next time.
1: I mean, so yeah. few, few comic artists have so completely broken into, general culture and um, American thought and the way the Bechtel has, you know, she has the Bechtel test named after her. Um, so we'll, we'll get back to that. But these are, these are four to check out. And, you know, we'd love feedback to tell us what you think.
0: There you go. All right. And so on that note, well, um good to talk to you, Meg. Uh, it's always good to hear what you uh, what you think is interesting to read out there. So we'll have to do this again real soon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks everybody.
0: All right. Take care. Bye.